When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. All right. We got the backup to the backup to the backup to work. And we are here with another exciting edition of Talking Real Money, the radio show and podcast. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. You are the most important part of the program. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And you can do that right now, and it will work. So if you were trying to call in the last hour, go ahead and call right this minute. We will get you on the air, 855-935-8255. Try to get your questions answered. Try to get you on the right track. Try to find a way to avoid some of the issues you have found yourself in over over time you know they can happen avoid getting ripped off get a second opinion all of that kind of stuff and figure out how this ru- this stuff really works again 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 one of the things you everybody who deals with money needs to learn is that the experts are not as expert as the experts would like you to believe they are well, and they always think they are, and you saw that again this week with the prognostications about the election. Was it going to yeah. be the blue wave, or was it going to be a landslide by the president? It kind of turned out not to be either. A lot of states where numbers have been predicted were way off. National blue polls wave were way off or again. red tide. Red, red tide. tide. Thank you. There I got to get that straight. But I mean, I again, all the experts were telling you, "Here's what's going to happen." Right? Here's what's going to happen. Except yeah. it didn't happen. And it should remind you, it should remind you that we all, by the way, I think it's human nature. We all want to find that one person who just says, this is the way to go. You go this way and everything is going to be all right. God, I, I, I'm still looking for that person. I hope I find them one day because it just makes life so much easier. But the reality is there isn't an expert that knows the future, even about with the help of polling. And I think you should translate this as Jason Zweig did to investing. And Jason writes a weekly column in the Wall Street Journal. I think it's, again, I've said this before, the one column, if you're going to read one a week, this is the one to take in. Because in it, he points out, again, there is no expert that can see the future about stocks or bonds or markets or any of those things because the future truly is always uncertain. And we've seen that especially lately this week with the stock markets up over 7% in one week for those who said, oh, I got to get out of cash or I got to move to bonds. That was a tragic error. Those of you who hired an actor who told her we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Again, your exposure may have been right or wrong. The reality, Don, as we know, is you build right asset allocation, you diversified, you keep your cost. The rest, as John Bogle correctly said, nobody knows. Uh, but I mean, the yeah. point of the matter is, I, I you have a plan around all because it's the people that flop who think I got to do this. I should it, no. You end up with less money, end up with more stress, and you end up 
second guessing yourself all the time is just for those of you who felt like I got to have control. I got to move. to Now you figure out when to get back in. Now you figure out, well, was that a good move? I'm second guessing myself about all of that. Instead, for those people that have a plan, they stick with it. They don't have to go through all of those things. And here, what we know is this. We, we can tell you one thing about the future. If you have a plan, if you have a goal and you stick with that plan, whatever it is, it's people, by the way, that change midstream, you just end up with less money and you end up worrying about all this in a way that I've seen it ruin people's lives. I can remember chatting with a guy once who got all red in the face when he told me, well, these type of stocks aren't working today. And this, I, I get up every morning and check every account balance. Wow. That really oh, will eat you alive. You no, you shouldn't do I mean, that. That's really bad no, for your psychological. It's, it's yeah. horrible because the market has a mind of its own. The, the, the plus days are like 51, 52 percent. The negative days are 48, 49. So if you watch it every day, you're going to see a lot of down days. And, and, and that may make you do things that are harmful to your financial health. And yet the net result is funny. So you've got about 5149. But the net result over the course of many, many, many years has been a 10% per year average annual return for the overall stock market. That's why it's not worth watching. It makes more sense to just invest and invest in a way that makes you comfortable so you don't have to look. You need to avoid looking. And the only way you're going to avoid looking is if you are pretty sure you have a portfolio that doesn't need to be looked at all the time. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and I promise, no sales pitch. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Could just be a wacky day for the internet. I'm not sure. The, apparently, the internet codec gods are not happy with Tom now. They were mad at me earlier, and now they're mad at Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We talk about money most of the time, unless we have technical difficulties. And when we have technical difficulties, of course, being the troopers we are, we try to make the best of it. Uh, let's go to the phones while we wait for Tom to get reconnected. Tim, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I'm a retiree uh, that had 50-50% in, in cash bonds and the other 50% in stock. Uh, pretty simple portfolio. But right now, a lot of CDs and treasuries are maturing. So at this point, I'm looking at very low rates. And I'm yep. having to – I'm worried about inflation because I think that's one of the biggest risks that we have as retirees and uh, in cash. So can you give me a little better idea where the, tr the tips work here and how, whether or not you can buy a short-term, long-term tip and feel comfortable that you're going to cover the inflation risk and get a, a small return on your money? So can you elaborate on those tips and where's the well, sweet spot for somebody who just wants to break even? after? This here's week? the deal. There, there really isn't necessarily a sweet spot. Um, what you the best you can expect to do is after inflation to break even 
That's about what it's always been. It's just that when we were getting seven and eight percent returns, when we had six or seven percent inflation, we somehow felt better about it because the inflation wasn't something we observed as directly. So tips don't pay anything. Reason tips don't pay anything is because there is no expected inflation. And you can see there's no expected inflation in the yields on other securities like uh, treasury notes, treasury bills, CDs, bank accounts, all those kinds of things. Now, to have some tips in a portfolio as a hedge, nothing in the world wrong with that. You can get a tip, a tips fund from Vanguard or Fidelity. In addition, and this is one of the reasons, though, why we suggest that instead of using individual CDs, because the discipline is so difficult to maintain, instead of using individual CDs or individual treasuries, that instead you use a very, very, very low cost, short to intermediate term bond fund, preferably one, from my perspective, that's in treasuries, just because the security is much higher. Because what happens if inflation does begin to rear its head again? Yields are going to start rising. Well, as you saw with your portfolio, you cashed out or your, your, your bonds, CDs matured. Now you have money to invest at the new rates, which today are low. But if inflation increases in the future, those short bonds you buy today will be maturing and reinvesting at new higher interest rates in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, they, again, the risk factor of rising rates uh, could be very detrimental on a portfolio if you. Uh, only on though, only though, hits you. Only though, on a portfolio with longer-term securities in it, this is what we forget: is there's very little impact of rising rates on a portfolio that's made up of one, two, three-year bonds, because they don't have. There's no reason to bid their price way down. They're going to mature soon. Well, my, it's my the long term to go into some real secure uh, stock. You know, the Pfizer's of no. the world. Some of the pay no. a div- a get dividend and and cover my bases with maybe going up to forty percent in cash and hitting another ten percent into yeah, those well, real quality companies. Certainly, but that that choice though, you when you say quality though, you're still when you're talking about any type of of equity security, the risks increase dramatically. The risk of a, a loss, not just a temporary loss, but a very permanent loss uh grow dramatically whereas if you're investing in treasuries, there is no permanent loss risk, just a little volatility risk, which is why for the safe money, if 50/50 is your right portfolio from a comfort standpoint, don't try to play with it just because rates are low. This is one of the problems with developing a discipline is that when the market feels like it's against you, you want to break the discipline and use an exception to the rule for now, thinking that later on when rates are higher, I'll be able to make the change. We don't work that way as human beings. We don't know the future. We can't. I would suggest instead that you look at a a short to intermediate term bond fund, that you understand that the value of that bond fund will fluctuate. If rates rise, it will go down, but that you'll get a commensurate kicker in the rates of the new securities as the old ones become due and they're buying new ones at the new higher rates. That has, that is the only strategy I can come up with that doesn't involve guesswork. Any other requires guesswork and increasing risk. Okay. Well, thanks for, okay. the, uh, for, the, for the response.
Appreciate All it. right, sir. Thanks so much. Appreciate the call. 855-935-TALK. That's our number, 855-935-8255. Tom, you might want to disconnect and try to reconnect. Did you already? And it's still not working? So we can only get one tie line at a time to work? See, I can see Tom. He can actually talk. Here, let me just. Yes, I can talk, but can you hear her? <laughs> well, yeah. That's an interesting technology, sure. Yeah, I can just hold you up to the microphone. Yeah, that, uh, that, wow, that's, I, I don't even want to think about the, the technological break. <laughs> it's called holding, it's called holding the speaker up to the microphone. Hey, in the old days, I think they did this. Some they just held the phone up to the mic. Oh, and we have a caller. Let's hold him up to the mic. There we go. 855-935-TALK. I'm Don. Tom's kind of here. He's here in spirit. Kind of like I was the last hour. I was kind of there in spirit, but I didn't really sound very good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Craig, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Go ahead and say hi, Tom. Craig. Oh, Craig's not there. Hey, Lawrence, welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, good afternoon. Hi, Lawrence. Um, I'm in a dilemma. Can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 50 years ago, my mother told me the only way a poor man can make it in this country is through real estate. And so I heeded her advice, and mm -hmm. I've been buying real estate. Now I'm 68 years old. I have a little over a million dollars worth of real estate. It's all paid for. But... I'm afraid the government's going to get it if I get sick or something and require long-term care, and I want this to go to my children. Is that, do you know a good way to protect from losing all my money? Okay, well, one, I think you may be worrying just a bit too much. Yes. It, it, do you have other assets other than the million dollars in, in real estate? That's all I have. I don't even have any money. <laughs> oh, you don't have any pensions? You don't have anything else? Well, all I get is my Social Security. And are you living on your Social Security? Are you retired now? Yes. You are retired now. Uh, and you're living, are you living on it comfortably? Oh, no. I, I have rentals. They're all rented out. So you're, you're getting income from these properties off of which you're, you're living, correct? Correct. Okay. See, different, different kind of story. All right. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Uh, just get some, traffic and weather for those who are listening on the radio and then we're going to come back and talk about this a little bit the rules have changed over the years making it quite difficult for you to protect money from medicaid and i think that's what you want to do tom and don are talking real money before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later either call us on the podcast or the show or if you need a little more time that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Every now and again, we have a weird little technological time. Tom's uh, not with us right now. I'm Don McDonald. We're talking real money at 855-935-8255. Call. This is a great time to call. we got lines open for you. Lots of things we can talk about, including things like, oh, protecting assets from 
Medicaid. Is that what you're worried about, Lawrence, is if you have to go into a nursing home or something? Well, no, I'm not on Medicaid. I'm on Medicare. No, 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 uh, no. I said I said your concern is that the government will take your assets if you end up in a nursing home. Is that what you're worried about? Exactly. Okay, that's Medicaid. You see, if you don't have the assets to pay for your long-term care, you go on Medicaid in long-term care. Medicaid requires that you sell off all your assets to pay for your care. However, you can't. You can give assets to your children while you're alive and and get it out of your ownership. Pardon me? I have considered that, but my children are terrible with money. Yeah, see, that's a problem. I don't want to see what's going to happen when they have all my property. (laughs) Yeah, that that could be a real issue. Um, I got to tell you. This is the way the world works. People don't like it, but it's it, it basically what what we're what what you're saying is that I want to give my kids a million dollars, but I want the U.S. government to take care of me in my old age. And I don't know. Does that sound fair? That's not fair. It's fair every place else in the world. Not really. I mean, in Europe, they take care. Yeah, but in Europe, their really tax good. rates their tax rates are far higher than they are here. So I, I got to tell you, if you end up in long-term care, Medicaid is going to come back after your assets. Uh, they're really, they're, you, unless you give them away, unless you get them out of your ownership, and it doesn't sound like you're in a situation to do that because you need these properties to provide you the income. Now, I would yeah, yeah. suggest, I would suggest you being, that you, it should be more diversified than real estate, but it sounds like something you do. And, uh, th- that's fine. I, I'm not going to argue with you about the, about the, 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 the sense of this. As you get older, though, it may be harder to manage them and create that income that you need. But really, there's the, the, the there aren't any tricks to getting this money out of your ownership to protect it from the government taking it to pay for your health care. And, uh, and, and I don't know that. That's such a bad thing. But thanks for the call, Lawrence. I really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is the number. 855-935-8255. Um, I mean, if you're destitute, there should be a safety net for you. I, I believe there should be safety nets for everybody if you need health care and you cannot afford it. But if you have seven figures of assets, and you want to go on the government dole while you have seven figures in assets? It feels wrong, doesn't it? And, and, and I'm a Democrat or a Republicrat. I'm, you know, I just, it just feels wrong. And I do believe in Medicaid. And I do believe in Medicare. And I do believe in taking care of those who can't take care of themselves. But if you can take care of yourself... I mean, you give it to the kids. If you can give it to the kids and the kids are going to help keep you alive, you can trust them to do that, cool. But if you can't trust your kids to do that, then we takes our chances. All of us do, though. All of us do. You get, Or you get long-term care insurance, which is very expensive. 855-935-8255. You can call us 24 hours a day, though, and I want to make that real clear. If you don't get in during the show or if you're listening to this as a podcast, it's just easy to get your questions answered. You may not always like the answer, 
but it's easy to get them answered to get a second opinion to try to get some help or you can you can get even more help through our advisors at vestry just go to vestry.com um and they'll do it for free and with no obligation and no high pressure sales pitch you can also call during the program 855-935-8255 send questions in too at talkingrealmoney.com using the contact form it is really really easy thank you so much for listening we're going to take a break take care of a few things if you're listening to the podcast, very few things, and then we'll get back to it. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at talkingrealmoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at talkingrealmoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, everybody, welcome. I'm Don McDonald. We're talking about, well, money, but really, what is it? What is it? It's that stuff that feeds life, it keeps you going. You need it, and you're going to need it in the future, which is why we think it's so important that you invest it properly. And that you do it in a way that makes you more, not them more. 855-935-TALK is our phone number during the show. And anytime, 855-935-8255. Margaret, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. How are you guys? Hey, I'm good. Tom's mad because he can't get on the radio. I know, but he can listen. (laughs) He is. He's actually listening to the show right now. So say hi, Tom. Hi, hi, Tom. Well, hi, Tom. Yeah. Okay. What so, can I do for you, Margaret? I have a question for you about kind of about variable annuities. I have sure. a Fidelity account that I a four hundred one k account that I contribute to because I'm working still, and it's money that represents about one third of my entire portfolio. And I do not expect to need this money until I hit for about seven years. And I have a recommendation from, I guess you would, uh, an insurance company to put this Mm -hmm. money, to take it out now and put it in a variable annuity. Of course. They need a commission. They're dying to get a commission from you. Dying. Well, yes, I kind of get that. Um, what I'm trying to under, I'm, you know, I, I just am trying to get a second opinion here because I've read in great detail about this variable mm-hmm. annuity thing, and I just don't see where it has any advantage for me. It, it really doesn't. This is, this is a okay. truly terrible piece of advice. Um, a variable okay. annuity might, might make sense, Margaret, might make sense for money that is not in a retirement, in a qualified retirement account. But your money is currently in a tax-deferred, qualified retirement account. A variable annuity's only, only benefit is tax deferral. Well, you already have that. So the reason a a, a variable annuity makes sense to some is because they've already maxed out all their other deferral opportunities. But you don't want to put a deferred product in a deferred account, that would just be silly. The only reason this person is trying to sell you this is because the commission is not just large, it is huge. 
It is how much? How much money are we talking about, roughly? Uh, about two hundred fifty thousand dollars. About two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Probably about a fifteen thousand dollar commission. Hmm. Well, now, and the fees are so high for it too. The oh, they're fees. ridiculous. They're ridiculous because you're paying for life insurance that you don't even need. Right. It's so stupid life insurance. It looks as if it looks as if they're saying that the annual M and E expense is like one point three percent, and the average fund fee is point nine. Does that mean yeah. that every single year I'm paying about two point two percent? That's correct. Yes, ma'am. You read it perfectly. So, okay, good. So, what do you think about as an I, I'm going to keep the money in the Fidelity account until I retire, yes, ma'am. and then I'll put it somewhere Please else. Please do. But Please looking, do. Hmm? <laughs> Please yeah. keep it I'm there. Yeah. The yeah, the Vanguard Life Strategy Conservative Growth Fund. Yeah, yeah, but Fidelity has the same kinds of things. They do. Okay, fine. So I should just yeah. speak to them about something like this. Absolutely. That's what you should do. If you want to, if you want, what, okay. a life strategies fund is a target date fund. Basically, it says the fund gets more conservative as you get closer to retirement. Yes. So talk to Fidelity and say, I want, I want to look at your, your funds that are similar to Vanguard Life Strategy, et cetera. And they'll show them to okay. you. Look, and you—you you are very astute. You're reading the fees and expenses. I can't tell you how proud I am of you because so many people don't, <laughs> Margaret. They don't read them, and then they go, well, "Why am I? Why am I not making any money?" At, well, I'm looking at this Vanguard fund, just this one that I looked at, and I believe it's saying that the fee is 0.12 percent. That is correct. That's absolutely so, correct. As a conservative person, I mean, financially conservative person, that's, I mean, a lot of difference. But I know, but Fidelity's fees on their uh, on their life strategies funds, I don't think they call I'm trying to remember what they call them. Uh, hold on. Well, whatever. Yeah, but they're going to be just as low. Okay. Fidelity All is right. Fidelity so and Vanguard. You are reading it correctly. Fidelity and Vanguard are fierce competitors. As a matter of fact, you could even build your own. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on that nice white-haired lady with the headphones on. Uh, We just put up some new funds from Fidelity. You could use the three funds at Fidelity and be very conservative with it, have more in bonds, and you'll see that the fees run less than one-tenth of one percent. Less than. It's They're so much cheaper. Don't go to an insurance company. Thanks for the call, though. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again, and if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free, actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, it's been a strange day, hasn't it? Actually, it's been a strange several days. But we're not going to talk politics. We're going to talk money. And uh, we've got a line open for you. Still lots of time remaining. Give me a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. Tom? Well, technical difficulties like we had the other hour. 855-935-8255. Give me a call. I love talking with you. Rose, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. Thank you for having this show. My pleasure. um, What can I do for you? I was blessed as a stupid youth and bought some real estate. 
and ended up renting out some houses. And I just, I sold one and ended up with about 450 thousand extra dollars. And I have a couple of questions here. One, um, I have a couple of mortgages left, and they're about 170000 and I'm thinking of paying them off. Um, These are invest. Wait, I make, I make sure I'm clear. Those are mortgages on investment okay. property. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. And? And, it, and it's only about 170000 to pay them both mm-hmm. off. And, um, and that would free up about 18000 a year in net in money coming back in that I don't have to pay for the for the payments on those. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. So that'll increase your cash flow total by about 18,000. Yes. What are the interest rates on the mortgages? Well, they're more like 6% cuz I haven't redone Good. them. Yeah. Um, hmm. okay. Go ahead. Any any other question? Well, and then um if I should do that or not. And then um, I'm planning on living on the rest of the money for a few more years until I reach 70 um, mm-hmm. or 72 to kick in the Social Security. So I need a, um, some ideas on how to invest that so that I can either have an income stream coming out of it or some way right. that I pull out some living expenses. And I only okay, need so- maybe 30, 40,000 a year. Okay, you top out, Social Security tops out at 70, age 70. So okay. at age 70, take it. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, that is the when they, it's as high as it's going to go. If you don't take it then, then you're just leaving money on the table. So when okay. you turn 70, take Social Security. That'll be your maximum monthly payment. It's brilliant to do that. Um, and that will probably get you pretty close. You know, if you're waiting that long, probably get you pretty darn close to where you want to be, but you have some other things. Now let's talk about the real estate for a minute. Is this, you manage and rent these properties, I am assuming. Well, I have a management company. I live in Washington state and they're in Colorado. Mm-hmm. The properties so are in Colorado? Yes. Okay. We're in Colorado. Just out of curiosity, because I'm a Coloradoan. Um, Metro Denver. I've got one in Metro Denver okay. in Westminster, one in Aurora, uh-huh. and one in uh-huh. Thornton. You're all around the area there. Okay. Um, is this something you plan to do into retirement, keeping these properties and just living off the income stream, or is there going to come a time when you're going to go? Eh, I want to sell the properties and invest that money. Well, I I'm thinking if they decide not to have uh, capital gains on them anymore, I might sell them before they change that will gains laws that will never happen they will always have capital gains on them but at least capital gains are taxed at a lower rate which is good right right so, so all right here's 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 what I, let me give you a couple of ideas first thing i would do before i paid off that mortgage was go out and see how low i could get that rate just explore shop Find out the lowest refi rate you can get. If you can get down into the threes for investment property, and I don't know where the investment property rates sit these days, uh, you might want to consider refinancing. That will improve your cash flow right there, 
and not tie up liquid capital in an illiquid investment. Mm-hmm. Because, because let's just, for the sake of argument, and I don't think this is happening, but let's say the Denver real estate market goes soft for several years and you need more money in retirement. You want to be able to get at that and you don't want to have to sell a property in a bad market. You want to have the flexibility to wait a little while to not have to rush out and take a fire sale price. So if you can refinance that 170, it's just not that much and get your rate way down to where you increase your cash flow, maybe six or 7,000 a year, and then take that 450 and build a real semi-liquid portfolio of high-quality bonds, short-intermediate bonds, and stocks that are well-diversified. Those together, that 450, if you invest it half in stocks and half in bonds or 40% in stocks and 60% in bonds, that money should be able to, uh, when you retire, even if it doesn't grow, which I would expect it would, that money alone should get you halfway to where you need to be for your retirement income to 40 grand. That'll get you halfway to 40 grand. Social Security gets you past that. And then the properties are just gravy. Okay, but um, what I was thinking of using it for was I don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So this would be to supplement um, my net my net rents and my little $300 a month pension that I get. Okay. So what are how much money do you need to survive today annually? Um, with just to survive, probably 25 to survive comfortably <laughs> to live comfortably. Yeah. How, how about to live comfortably 40, um, 40. Yeah. What are your properties generating for you? Uh, 4,000 a month. Yeah. 4,000 a month net. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Here's what you do. Take the 450 again. If you, if you can get your mortgage down below six, which I think you can do, if you can get it down below four, this isn't, this is something I would absolutely do. If you can't get it below four, then consider paying off the mortgages. But I don't like the idea of paying off the mortgages because again, it locks up capital. Take the 450, build a portfolio of high quality stocks and bonds or high quality bonds and stocks, overemphasize the bond side of the portfolio a little, then take out two one, two, three percent per year, whatever a, a good, the, whatever number gives you the income you need to add to that rental property income. It's probably not going to be much more than two percent a year. Set up a systematic withdrawal from your portfolio. You set up an account at Schwab or at Fidelity or at Vanguard or wherever, and you say, guys, first of the year, send me two percent of the total value of the portfolio. And you live on that for the rest of the year. And next year, they send you another two percent. Next year, they send you another two percent until you sell off the rental properties and then you put all that in the account and then you just live off that income because you're, you've got enough from the rental properties that another 10,000 a year is going to another 5,000 a year is actually going to make you comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Gives you a lot more flexibility. Okay. okay? okay. And if you want us, if you want some ideas, go take our risk quiz at vestry.com first. 
I mean, TalkingRealMoney.com. Go take the risk quiz, and then go check out those funds that we have from Fidelity and Vanguard and uh, Schwab and build a portfolio of just three funds based on that risk quiz, that your risk tolerance, and then set up a systematic withdrawal to pay you a little money every year that goes into the kitty for the rest of the year. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, Rose. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and, I promise, no sales pitch. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And as you could see from that call, sometimes life's problems have so many moving pieces that it can take some time to solve these financial issues, which is why since we started Vestory 11 years ago, uh, we have offered people free, free, free free time with our advisors to help get you started on the right path with no obligation, no cost, and Absolutely no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?